Junior Jewels. I'm Carly. And I'm Jess. And we are the hosts of Typical Tuesday Night, a, a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift podcast. podcast. All right. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to Typical Tuesday Night Podcast. I cannot believe that we are in Eras Tour Movie Week. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so excited about this. And if you guys are planning on coming to our party, I guess that's in two weeks though. Yeah. Because I'm a lame and I'm out of town for two weeks, which is so annoying. I am trying and I guess I can give you guys an update later. I'm going to try and convince Kyle's family. That's my husband's family. We're going on a little family trip with them. I'm really trying to convince them to go, to go but I I just don't think it's going to happen. I've already started planting seeds. I like sent them all the link and was like, I told my father-in-law, I was like, don't you think this is right up your alley? Wink, wink. And nobody, he didn't respond. Everybody else kind of like laughed about it. But we are having our own private screening. It's going to be so fun. I don't think we've really talked about on here. Um, all the tickets are basically gone. They're gone. Yeah. But it's going to be so fun. It'll be just like a fun launch party for the podcast. For the podcast. And I can't wait. It'll be our I first know. concert that we I go know. to together. together. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically we've gone to lots of concerts, together. quote unquote, together. Just not. Far apart together. in different sections. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we are talking about... Taylor Swift's friendships over the years, as well as her groups of friends that have been known as the Girl Squad, is how it's like been known. That's no. like in the media, they would always call it her Girl Squad. So last week we talked about the album 1989, and this was the first time really in her career where her squad was very prominent. And during the 1989 era, Taylor was often seen in public, surrounded by a group of other celebrity girlfriends. So before we get too far ahead, though, let's kind of start back at the beginning with Taylor's first best friend that we all just like love so much. And that's Abigail, the redheaded friend Abigail. So um, her full name is Abigail Anderson, and she is the subject of Taylor's song, um, 15 from the fearless album and in that song taylor sings about how like her and abigail met on the first day of their freshman year of high school when they sat next to each other in their english class so cute. it's so cute so classic it really is and i love that they're still friends yes like i just love that so much yes they grew close in high school and have remained close ever since she has abigail has attended the grammys with her gone to her tours including the Eras tour in nashville and she also appears in taylor's documentary miss americana yeah. and i just love because you know i mean being like a like a teen celebrity like oh. who knows what is gonna happen yeah. to like those early on friendships but it's so cool to see how like loyal they've been with yeah. each other and they've just like stuck together even through like all of the growth that Taylor's had because oh, that yeah. could probably be hard for Abigail. Oh, absolutely. Too. Especially because she is not famous other than being known as Taylor Swift's best friend. Yes. Which would be a really interesting like dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. But it's like I feel like that shows they're actually true friends. For sure. Also though, could you imagine being friends with somebody? No. 
<laughs> being that famous. No. And just like being a regular person. And watching it. Yeah, watching it the happen. the entire thing. But also how cool that Taylor still was totally down to be Abigail's friend. Yeah. It's not that she was, oh, I'm better than you because mm-hmm. like, look how famous I've become. Well, and I think she's shown that in a lot of ways because just it's always been super obvious that her family is way important to yeah. her. And she's just like a very, I mean, if you look at, the way she like does things and like with her family and like shows and talks about her family other celebrities don't do that that's true like her family is so important to her and so i think it just shows that her really personal and close relationships are like her lifeblood like yeah she needs those yeah and yeah that's a good point i hadn't like made that connection yeah i think that's why i mean there's so many friends she's had over the years, but I think that's why people are drawn to her is because she's really loyal when she's treated well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into her celebrity friendships and she has some super iconic ones and we have to start with Selena Gomez. I love their friendship. It is the cutest. I don't know if you saw, I think it was today or yesterday, Selena posted pictures of them together. Oh, uh uh-uh. Just barely. Oh, okay. It was so cute. Um, I just, every time they're shown together, also Taylor Swift cheering on Selena at the VMAs was the most That was so cute. It was so cute. Their friendship is just what everyone wants Wants. in a friendship. Yes. I love it. And... They first met dating the Jonas Brothers. I didn't realize that. I did not either. I had to look it up. That's I said, crazy. how did they become friends? Selena was dating Nick and Taylor was dating That's crazy. Joe. I know. That's really cool. I know. It's cute. There's, oh, and so it, cute. it was funny because Selena said it was the best thing that both of them got out of those relationships was <laughs> That's cute. their friendship with each other. <laughs> Honestly, that's like the best part though is when like you're a you're dating somebody and you get a friend out of it. Like one of my best friends, Megan, she and I met because one of my guy friends was trying to date her. She didn't even end up dating him because she was just like, eh. But like it was almost like we hit it off and it was like we were I mean not dating but like we were the ones that just like hit it off and i was like so happy that like this guy that i was friends with was like trying to date her so that like we could become friends it's like the bachelor (laughs) yeah for real though all the girls become like such best friends friends. yeah (laughs) i hadn't thought of that um so yeah they that's how they met and then obviously those relationships didn't last but taylor and selena's did and still does stay which is so fun They've attended countless award shows together, celebrated many of their birthdays, and Selena has made a few surprise appearances on Taylor's tours, including Speak Now, 1989, and Reputation. And we were there. We were there. for Reputation. We were. We weren't sitting next to each other. No, but we were. We were in spirit. One Selena surprise was a surprise guest on the Reputation tour. That was, was epic. Oh my gosh. And the re- oh. part of the reason why it was epic is Taylor is known to have surprise guests yeah. on her tour. 
And I had actually been to an earlier show of the Reputation Tour like a few weeks before, and we didn't get a special guest, and I was super bummed. Oh, okay. And so then going into this other show, I was really hoping for a special guest, and um, she actually brought out a special guest, and it was Troy Savon, if you know oh, who that that's is. Right. And uh, they, so when she brings out a special guest, they usually sing her guests song together, okay. not one of Taylor's songs, but the guests. So they sang a song of Troy Savon's together. And I, I was like, well, I was happy to have a guest because, yeah. you know, <laughs> you yeah, wanted a guest, but, but he wasn't like, I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't like the most exciting yeah. guest ever. Yeah. And, but then she decided, I don't remember why the night was special. She had mentioned the night was special for some reason. It was like the last night at that location, I think. And she was like wanting to make it extra special. And so she said, I bring out a second special guest, which is like not a thing that she does to bring out two guests. And she brought out Selena and it was like the best surprise. It was so cool. It was so fun. And they sang, can't keep my hands to myself. Right. I think so. You're the one that remembers tours way better than I do. (laughs) And that song is so fun. Oh yeah. So I loved seeing that i felt so lucky yeah that was so i just love when she brings out surprise guests yeah that's like one thing i missed from the heiress tour i yeah. see why she couldn't do it like that's just way too much mm-hmm. but that was a really fun part of reputation was seeing which guests yeah. she like brought to different places so um i thought this was cool so selena says she always goes to taylor for love advice which i also think is super cute And Selena said, if I ever have an issue, Taylor has gone through it because she's older than me and she gives the most thought out answers. And what I love about Taylor is that she does believe in the whole love story and Prince Charming and soulmates. Because of her, I haven't lost faith. We literally talk every day. That's so cute. So cute. (laughs) I like felt a little bad when they didn't sit next to each other at the VMAs. Oh, yeah. I was like, they probably wish they could sit together, but they They would have been so fun to see, though. Yeah. At that VMA sitting next to each because other. I, I mean, no, like, obviously no hate to Ice Spice. But, like, yeah. Taylor and Ice Spice, their vibes at the VMA did not mesh. Yeah. Like, they were very different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ice Spice was being super chill and Taylor was having She's, She was having so much fun. Time. She was vibing hard. And it was classy. Like It was. She was a little bit intoxicated. <laughs> But it was like not a like bad amount, like socially. Yes, like yes. you could tell she was just loosened up, yeah, and, and having, having fun so much. And I think that would have been really fun to see her and Selena together yeah, at that. For sure, it was really fun to see Taylor at that award show. Truly, just having a good time. Yes, I want to see what she was like at the after party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been a vibe. I would have loved it. it. Would have. Okay, so let's jump into the Girl Squad era. Like we said before, this started to be more prominent during the 1989 uh, 1989 era. Taylor had a large group of girlfriends who often made appearances together in public. They would show up to like, because it was models, it was actresses, it was was musicians, and they would show up to each other's events to like support each other. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of like, public appearances on like red carpets and take group pictures together and um her first main i mean there were some variations in this but the main first group of 
girl squad friends were Blake Lively, Gigi Hadid, Selena, Carly Kloss, Lord, Haley Steinfeld, Martha Hunt, Lily Aldridge, and the Haim sisters. And then a few more here and there. And the 1989 era is also the Bad Blood music video, which we've kind of talked about recently. But that is total girl squad, don't mess with us video. And it's starring so many big names. It's absolutely insane. Like anytime I watch it or like look at the list of people that were in that, I'm just like blown away. Um, And it's really crazy that she was able to get all of them to do this project with her. Yes. Like it's so crazy. So we wanted to give you guys the full list of the squad that appeared in the bad blood music video. So we had Selena Gomez, uh, Lena Dunham, Haley Steinfeld, Saraya McNeil, Gigi Hadid, Ellie Golding, Martha Hunt, and Zendaya. It also had Cara Delevingne, Haley Williams, Lily Aldridge, Carly Kloss, Jessica Alba, Mariska Hargitay, Ellen Pompeo, and Cindy Crawford. And if you haven't seen the Bad Blood music video, definitely make sure to go watch it. Um, And then a cute little, like, fun fact if you didn't know this. Taylor Swift's friendship with Ellen Pompeo and Mariska Hargitay. I don't know why I can't say that. It's hard. Are that she actually named her two beloved cats. Everyone knows Taylor (laughs) loves her cats. She named them after her. Um, Olivia Benson from the, what is it? Law and Order. Oh, yeah. Law and Order. And then I am a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. And so her other cat's name is Meredith Grace. So she named her cats after them, which is just such a fun little. I, I, I love that too. That she, to see what kind of shows like a celebrity likes. Mm-hmm. It's just like fun to see like the curtain pulled back on that. And the fact that she obviously likes it so much that she would name her cats after it. <laughs> I just think that's really cool. So I think we should also chat about Taylor's iconic 4th of July parties at the holiday house in Rhode Island. So for any of you guys that don't know, Taylor had a long time tradition of throwing a 4th of July party as she claims it's one of her favorite holidays and her first one was in 2013 which was just like right after she purchased her rhode island home and the party was mostly with her tour crew from the red tour um because they were like in the middle of touring and just went off to have a fun little party yeah and she must have loved it so much because she just kept them up kept it as a tradition and so in 2014 she had her first 4th of July party that appeared to be like a major like girl squad party or just squad in general. And so the people who attended this party were Lena Dunham, Jamie King, Jessica Zor, Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield, model Jessica Stam, and singer Ingrid Mike- Michelson, and then the actress Odea Rush. There's like some of those that I do not remember being at that party. Yeah. Or I don't know who they are. Yeah. No, same, (laughs) same, 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 same. Also, I don't know by like anytime I hear Emma Stone now, I'm just like, when Emma falls in love, (laughs) both of us. (laughs) Anyway, so the party also continues because in 2015, she had more people. So she had Gigi Hadid, Martha Hunt, Nick Jonas, Joe Jonas, who was actually dating Gigi Hadid at the time. Daniel Heim, Esti Heim, Elena Heim, Alana Heim, 
I don't remember how to say it. Uh, and they'd been touring with Taylor on the 1989 tour. And then Soraya and also Taylor's then boyfriend, Calvin Harris. I remember that party a lot more than I remember the previous years. Yeah. I Although think- I vaguely remember 2014's with Andrew Garfield. I don't know why him okay. specifically I remember. That's funny. But I don't remember the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And you think that there. would be like a big deal. Yeah. I feel like I should have remembered that more. Each one definitely got more, like, publicity Big, yeah. because it it was like, oh, who's going to be at Taylor Swift's 4th of July party? And um, they said that, I mean, she would go all out. There would be face painting and an inflatable slide so and, like, fun. all these fun things, which I just think is so cute. Um and so in 2016, she had a major list. So stick with me here. <laughs> she had Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, Tom Hiddleston, who she was dating at the time. And that was also, if I don't know if you remember, but he wore a tank top that said oh, yeah. I Heart TS on it. It became kind of iconic. And then Ruby Rose, Harley Gussman, that was dating Ruby, Carly Kloss, Cara Levine, St. Vincent, that was dating Cara. Abigail Anderson, her childhood friend, and her then-fiancé and now-husband. Except for they broke up, right? Or they got divorced? Now they have? I think so. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. We should look into that. We should look into that. Um, Esty Haim, Josh Kushner, brother of Jared and Carly's boyfriend. Taylor. Taylor's brother, Austin. Rachel Platten. Uzo Aduba and Brittany Mack, another one of Taylor's childhood friends, oh, and her husband. Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't that. know much about her. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even heard that name. Yeah, so that was <laughs> quite the list. So this is when things start to get really interesting. I obviously didn't know most of that, just like off the top of my head. Yeah. I had to research it. Um, you mean you don't have the full list? For- <laughs> and because... Um, of the like which this is obviously going to be a topic down the road but like the purge of taylor's instagram for the reputation oh, yeah. era all these pictures are off her like that's she doesn't true have these pictures on yeah. her instagram anymore you can probably find some on like yeah google or on the other celebrities instagrams but on taylor's they're not there anymore so kind of interesting but going forward it's very interesting because in 20 20- Taylor started dating Joe Alwyn the fall of 2016. So after this last major 4th of July party. And 2017 was the first year since she'd started this tradition that she did not have a 4th of July party. Oh, really? Yes. She did not have one with him. And weird. There was a lot of like speculation of not wanting to make a big deal of her relationship with Joe. You okay. know, like that was all yeah. the story. Yeah. And she was also like gearing up for the reputation tour, things like that. But Taylor didn't throw a single Fourth of July party the entire time she dated Joe, like six years. No. And obviously the pandemic was in there. Yeah, but, but that was a like, couple years. There were like three years before that. And a couple after that she could yeah, she have could have those parties and she didn't. That's wild. Yeah. It like makes me really sad knowing what we know now. Yeah. Like looking back, like she 
she clearly loves throwing these parties. Yeah. And she loves being out and she loves going and being, being with, her, with friends. her friends. And yeah, so like now seeing that they've broken up, it makes you wonder, was he the reason yeah. that they weren't throwing these? Was it her like opinion? I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting, especially because then this year. Yeah, she did another one. Yeah. Because I remember seeing her throw one this year and being like, whoa, haven't seen one of these in a while. I just thought she was done with them. Yeah. But now she's single again. And you can like see, I mean, it really just makes me feel like Bejeweled is, it just has like a whole other meaning of Mm -hmm. like a diamond's got to shine. Like she needs this Mm -hmm. for herself. And it's crazy. So, yeah, she had one this year, celebrated a 4th of July at the Holiday House, and there was Selena Gomez, Heim Sisters, Stylish, Ashley Avenon, and Sydney Ness. Yeah. And you know, she she personally wasn't against having boyfriends at the party because she'd had Calvin Harris. That's true. And Tom Hiddleston. Like, I don't know. It was her thing. And then she started dating Joe. Was it wasn't. So... I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, who knows what was the reason, really? Yeah, and like, we don't want to like go speculate, like bring things. That. Yeah, add it <laughs> to our list of like things to ask Taylor when she comes <laughs> on the podcast. Um. So obviously, Taylor Swift has had a huge list of friends and collaborators over the course of, I mean, like almost twenty years of her career. But we want to mention a few other like standout friends that Taylor's had over the years. So some of these that we feel like are really important are Ed Sheeran, Jack Antonoff, Laura Dern, Emma Stone, Camilla Cabello, Olivia Rodrigo, and Lana Del Rey. And then also Nicki Minaj, Todrick Hall, Kelsey Ballerini. We've already mentioned Blake Lively, but as a couple, Ryan Reynolds as well. She's really good friends with both of them. Dylan O'Brien, who was in the All Too Well short film, Zoe Kravitz, Aaron Dessner, and then Miles Teller and his wife, who also star in the I Bet You Think About Me. I love when she brings friends on to participate and stuff like that. Because I had no idea they were friends yeah. until that music video. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I like love, love this him. for you guys. Yeah. So it's like been so fun, too, to see Taylor out with her friends again this year. Yeah, I didn't realize how much that was like a part of her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as somebody... With, like, I am kind of the same way. I get a lot of energy by, like, being around other people and, like, going out and doing things. And so to think about not doing that for so long, I just don't see how you're – I just think that would be really hard. And I'm sure it was hard for her. But also, like, if you're in love and that's not their thing, that would also be really hard. It's, like, a hard place to be in of, like – well, like, I love you. I like want to do what you want to do, but also I want to go out. So do I go out by myself or do I stay home with you? But anyway, I mean, it's just been fun to see her out in public so much more this year because we haven't seen her in a while. And so this year we've seen her a lot with Selena, Gigi Hadid, Blake Lively, and then the Three Heim sisters. And it just feels like we honestly are back to like original 1989 era, which is like so fun to think that we're getting the 1989 Taylor's version coming up for sure. And it just like feels like we're right back in there. Yes. I just like love it for her so much. I do too. 
So that wraps up this week's episode. We will have future episodes where we dive a little bit deeper into some of these friendships, especially Taylor's friendship and rumored relationship with Carly Kloss. Yeah, that's like a huge thing. That's a really Yeah, like big. we'll definitely need to deep dive into that. And then make sure to tune in next week because we are going to be breaking down the Easter egg filled music video, I Can See You. It has so much in there, so we needed to do a full episode for it. Um, But if you love listening to our podcast, just make sure to share about us with your friends and leave a review. Because, you know, it's nice to have a friend. (laughs) See you next time. Bye, guys.